Welcome to Speak Out World, the podcast dedicated to arts and activism. I'm your host, Jewel L. And I'm your host, Dino L. And I want to give a shout out to all of our viewers who are listening all around the world. And I definitely want to send a prayer request out for all of those who are being affected by COVID-19. Know that our prayers go out to you and that we are praying for you continually. Yes. Yes, we are. Thank you, Dino L. You know, we have a great show for you guys today. We have entrepreneur and jewelry maker Tanette Hemmings of Twisted Clay. So you guys don't want to miss this interview. So we'll be right back after this break. today's show you know every time we start to show y'all already know by now i have a quote right so What's my, that quote, Julian? my that quote today dino l is beautiful in form and feature lovely as the day can there be so fair a creature formed of common clay and that's for today's topic is we talk about let's get it twisted (laughs) with our very own guest Tanette Hemings she is a multi-creative artist from the south suburbs of Chicago Illinois who branded herself the name Twisted Clay in 2009 her one of a kind wearable art has been described as funky unique conversation pieces, and they're geared for the person not afraid to walk in a unique path of fashion and jewelry. So let's get it twisted by inviting our very own from Illinois, Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I just want to say that I'm a big fan of your jewelry, and I'm just going to adjust my camera a bit so that folks can see some of my very own Twisted Clay. All right. Yes, pieces of jewelry that I have. And so, Tanette, we are so excited to have you here on um, Speak Out World. Dino, I'll let you get it started. I tell you what, Tanette, I am a big fan of yours as well. So my first question is going to be, what was it like growing up in the south suburbs of Chicago and how did you get involved in the artwork that you do? Because it is outstanding. Yes. Well, growing up in my family, I come from a creative line of people anyway. My mom's side of the family um, used to involve us in in a lot of plays and concerts growing up in the church. Um, Mm -hmm. um, We used to do Zigfield Follies, Tom Thumb Weddings, just all types of stuff. And so I, I have the creativity distilled in me. But first and foremost, the creativity comes from the creator up above. Amen. This is my disclaimer. I am not responsible for the nonsense that gets created by me. I just, I work for (laughs) you. 
growing up, um, we just did a lot of creative things, um, learning to sew, um, uh, just really crafty type of, of family. So, and I'm, I'm a homebody. So I just, I was a sponge coming up, just soaked in all the creativity and, and just took and ran with it. Um, but I kind of got branded, um, as Twisted Clay back in 2009 when I had the opportunity to live in Jacksonville, Illinois. Um, It's a community town where there's the Jacksonville um, School for the Illinois School for the Deaf, Illinois School for the Blind. So I was kind of down there and I got involved in an eclectic art gallery where I got a chance to display some of my work and I really grew as Mm. an artist and learned the backgrounds of what it's like to have a have a studio have um your work in a studio and all the the technical things of, of that nature and I just I wanted a catchy name and I just figured clay, it had to have something to do with clay. And because of the techniques that I use it with any twist of the clay, it, it becomes anything that you want it to be. Wow. So I just put those wow. two together and came up with twisted clay. Wow. And, and Tanette, for um, those who don't know, tell us a little bit about the um, the material of the clay that you use and how you begin to work with that and turn it into jewelry? Well, twisted or what polymer clay is, it has a little a thicker consistency of Play-Doh. And um, it you have to knead it a little bit more. And um, it, they kind of come in big blocks like this. <laughs> okay. So it, it all depends on the, the techniques and the whatever I'm thinking of how to um, work it and, and make a project. Um, so it, it just kind of starts from here and the twist and doing the, the different techniques. That's how I get the, the different designs. You can paint on it. You could, you could um, blend it together. You can make um, cane work with it. And it's, it's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no limit to it. There's no boundaries to what can be done with Twisted Clay. And I, I really kind of fell in love with it. Um, when, um, a friend of mine back, uh, I think it was somewhere around in the 80s or late 80s, yeah, late 80s, early 90s. I was actually a tattoo artist and I was doing tattoos okay. in a hair salon. And a friend of mine that I grew up in school with, he said, Tanette, I know you know about this twi- this, this clay, this polymer clay. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. So he told me where to go and get it. And I played with it. And I started learning. Um, this was well before the internet and all this other stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. my. Aunt. So I got books on on polymer clay, and I started reading and, and playing, and I I fell in love with it, and I have been in love with with polymer clay since then. 
Now, wow. Now, Tanette, listen. Tanette. Tanette, I'm sorry. Tanette, I'm just excited. You, right you got a name twisted, huh? Yeah, I got your name twisted. <laughs> my, my wife has several pieces of your artwork, and they are all beautiful, unique pieces, different in every every part, they're different. Now, my question to you is this. Have you considered making necklaces or bracelets for men? Because I'm sure that I would love to model some of your pieces if you were to think about bringing men into it? Uh-oh. <laughs> Just throwing it out there now. Well, no, I'm going to throw this back at you. <laughs> Nothing stays around too long. Um, my creations are really unique in the times that I do come out with male pieces. I do have male clients. And once I shoot them a picture and let them know, it's like it's instant. Okay, give it here. So when so, do I get the picture? <laughs> I, I have to add you to my list now. <laughs> okay. I think that would well, be yeah. great. I know a lot of men would love them. And it's been very interesting on that note because a lot of pieces that I've actually designed um, and because I, I don't design for one gender or another. And during the African Arts Fest of Chicago, I do yes. have one of my male clients that will come in and visit and, and check out the new new things and pieces that I just design and not really saying, OK, this is woman's piece. They've come in and put those pieces on and have totally rocked it more than any female probably wow. could. So it, it all depends on your taste and, you know, how you're feeling. You know, when you're wearing unique in one of a kind jewelry, it's the attitude. Yes. It's how you feel, how the yes. pieces make you feel. So if you figure if some of my guys, went, oh, this is a female piece. Oh, no, no, put this on. And when I put yes. the piece on, it's like there it is. It's like they glow. So wow. it, it, it's not what it is. It just enhances who you are. Yeah, I, like I, I I totally agree. As someone who has been a fan of yours and, again, love, love Twisted Clay <laughs> and have many pieces, it does. It makes you glow and you know that you have a unique piece of wearable art. And that's, that's what it is. It's wearable art. I'm curious to know, how did you transition, Tanette, from just playing with the clay and it, be, it being a hobby and becoming um, an entrepreneur and having a business? Well, that really started after my journey was over in Jacksonville, Illinois. Coming back home, I had to have something to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love my art and I have a very supportive family that really gets behind me and says, you can do it. If this is what you want to do, do, do that. And we, we support you. So I, I've had opportunities where I could sit and create and create and create. And um, learning my market was took kind of years doing different events all over Chicago and then traveling from state to state um, mm -hmm. all over the country. Um, you learn you learn your marketing. Um, so that that was a challenge for me to to learn that and to figure out um, how I could 
take what I loved and just put it out there. Um, so it was this kind of a slow transition and it's always a learning process and it's really not the destination, but it's like the journey. So the journey to learn or to, to transition into that was pretty much the fun part. But right now, I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I think you're excellent at it. Um, as when we talked about like pieces being one of a kind, right? So as I s- s- scroll down and just show this piece of necklace that I have, and as well as the bracelet, um, can you tell us a little bit about the different? Um, each category of pieces of jewelry that you have and how you decide, okay, this is this season is going to be with the cowrie shells and this season is going to be the, you know, metallic clunk. And how do you come up with your themes and and your your materials to make your pieces? Well <laughs> I don't control, and I tell people this a lot. I said in the beginning, it's it's not me, it's him. Um, he gives me the collections that I, I want to make. I might have something in my head like, okay, this season I want to do this, but I'll sit down and I'll look at a crack on the sidewalk and I'll see something in that crack of the sidewalk that will wow. turn something into something else. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, um, the Almighty will let me just go ahead with, you know, what I formed in my head and say, okay, but I'm going to give you ideas of how to do it. But like a good designer, um, we come out with collections, all the collections of one of a kind, because people have to understand when something is handmade, it's going to be something pretty much like off the cuff. It's how we put it together. Um. The, the technical part of putting one piece to with the another, the type of beading that we do, it's all one of a kind. To, so to duplicate something else, it's, it's kind of a, not saying it's hard, but it's, it's a challenge for um, a lot of us designers to that hand make our, our things. It's kind of hard of us, for us to, okay, I'm going to do this again exactly the way it is mm-hmm. because in our mind, we're going to want to take something and put another bead to it or see how how far, how much further we can push one design. Now, I would have styles in a collection, um, just like what you're wearing. You're wearing the steampunk collection. So I would have like a generalization of how I want to put a piece together. But then I would just let my mind be free and just go ahead and, OK, I'm going to add this and do this. and. It's just it's pretty much just how far I I can push the envelope with my creativity, but still keep it in a collection because that collection, um, I think I did about 75 pieces that year. And if you're familiar with designers, true designers, handcrafters, artisans, once we do a number of something, we get bored. And we want to move on to something mm-hmm. else. So just like any other, like you say, the, the name brand top designers, once they figure out, okay, I've got 10 of these collections, but I'll go up to 50, 75, and then I'll get bored or then I'll get 
um, another ideal. And then I was like, OK, I'll, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to move on to something else. So the collection, sometimes I do by seasons. I do do my colors by seasons. Um, summertime, okay. more the, the brighter yellows and the pinks and the oranges. Whereas fall, I won't make anything orange, you know, n- not too much blue, not too many blues, not uh, the greens will go from an emerald green to a forest green. It, it's just the, the changing of the colors. The styles may, may change. And then, I'll, you know, one year I did um, a denim collection. Uh, one year I did a leather collection, the steampunk. I've done a cubism earrings and and brooch pins um i have an affinity for masks so every year pretty much there's a mask collection that may come out and i've got affinity for kari shells so there's always every year there's always some kind of kari shells snuck into um, one of the collections um like what what the cuff that you're wearing yes but that's that's pretty much how that goes i'll i'll have i'll start the year off with an idea and I'll just let the creator just guide my mind on where he wants me to go or he'll let me, okay, yeah, child, go ahead and do it. <laughs> okay, Tanette, since you're depending on the Lord to give you that idea, I'm just throwing this out now. <laughs> Men who have to wear ties on a regular basis, a bolo tie, now, that would be something that I would certainly be interested in. And just to, to throw that out for you to think about it. But can you tell us and share with our listeners some of the joys and obstacles that you faced as an entrepreneur? <laughs> oh, yeah. But to um, before I get into that, stop reading my mind because I <laughs> some things coming out for my my twisted males my twisted dudes I got something for y'all put me on that list put me on that list Annette yeah I got you I got okay. you. Dino L and I will be wearing our twisted clay together because, you know, all day twisted clay. So anyway, but but uh, so, so uh, you were you were um, answering Dino L's question, which I forgot what it was. About an entrepreneur, some of the obstacles and joys that you face. Oh well, the, the biggest. Let's let's do obstacles first. It's very interesting to have to deal with people that the general public, that they don't really grasp the concept of one of a kind. They don't grasp the concept of handmade. Um, uh, They don't grasp the concept of a person being um, an artisan as opposed to a business owner. Um, mm-hmm. Business owner and an artisan, we're both entrepreneurs. The difference between a business owner and an artisan, our artisan is just free. The, the popped up tents, the 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 um the on the side of the road type thing, the trunk shows. Whereas a business owner has a brick and mortar. Um, mm-hmm. they uh they pretty much have a, a set business plan, all nice and wrote out, and all this. But we're artisans are pretty much off the cuff with our designs and how we get ourselves out there. Business person may have a team of people that 
may have uh, you have one person for marketing. You have one person to tag and label the products. You have one person to photograph the, the, the products. Um, you have another person to do the write ups and description of the products. You have another person that packages. You have another person that ships it. Where an artisan, we do all of that, all of ourselves. Wow. So it's yeah. it's it's very time consuming. And I I recently had a conversation with a person where my, my transaction starts when I first started twisting the clay. My transaction does not stop until after I send you the tracking number. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it it is a lot involved um, with that, and to trying to get people to understand the the amount of work that goes into what we do. Um, nothing is mass produced. Got you. We are not even capable of mass producing um, an item that we've made. Um, it may be. Um, the beads that we may use, especially in this time of COVID, kind of hard to get some of when it first started. It was really kind of hard to get a lot of the supplies that I was used to buying. So to try to go on eBay and Amazon and, and try to buy things and they, they're they not like what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm only going to give you a certain grade of metals. I'm only going to give you a certain type of clasp because I've experimented over this, over the years. I've been at this for over 22 years. Wow. <laughs> so I, I kind of, I'm, I'm happy with what I use and, and that that's a bit of a challenge now too. Cause people, you know, they're at home and they're just a little bored. So they're like, Oh, I want to shop. I want to, I want to, you know, do this. And can you, can you make this? Can you make that? Um, is to get people to understand that it it takes time. Yes. It takes time. Um, and that because we have to, we can't, we don't buy wholesale a lot of times. So the prices have to go up because we're paying more. And just, just to get people not, you know, not to keep flying off the handle, um, but just to get people to understand the whole process and the logistics of being an artisan and what it actually costs us. Because we have a, a lot of, well, time. I can get time. this someplace. We get people, a lot of people to say, I can get this someplace cheaper, or I can make mm-hmm. this myself, or I can get my cousin to make this. But no, you can't. No, hey, no, no, you can't. Tanette. I don't know anybody that makes jewelry like you. <laughs> no one, no one at all. And and even with that thought in mind, like as an artist, how do you, um, because I remember when you had, um, when you first came out with the hand jewelry and how do you just stop like other artists from trying to copy your work? Well, it's funny you said hand jewelry because- yes. This is what I call finger braces. Now, everybody has, uh, well, I've seen a lot of artisans actually make these, but they don't have patterns. They don't have, I have patterns. I have measurements. I make four different sizes of these things. And I've actually seen artisans sit at different events and make these things. But it's like no rhyme, no reason. Mm. Um, But you can tell you can tell what's mine, what's a twist, what has been made by 
Tanette, what has been made by Twisted Clay. There's no clay involved in these, um, just crystal beads. And of course, mine with my Kari shell. But there, you can tell the difference. There's a huge difference because of the, the grade of beads um, that I use. And just... Yeah, just the, the grade of beads, and because they're they're so uniform, you can tell the difference. Um, so on on that jewel, I don't mind, you know, because a lot of people say, you know, you we get inspired by other people's work, but it's it's a big thing mm-hmm. people copy or try to copy, but not you know not to toot my own horn, but because I, I give all the glory to the creator. Amen. Um, yes. Once. Amen. You you figure out that okay yeah I want to copy this of Twisted Clay's I've moved on to something else so you can have that. <laughs> That's now, true. Tanette, Tanette, <laughs> you tell us a little about your latest creation because my wife came home with this beautiful earring that came all the way down to her bosom, and there was no other earring, and I was like. Wow, that is a beautiful earring. Where's the other? And she was saying, No, this is the latest style now. And I was like, Okay, I'm digging it. I'm really digging it. Can you speak out on that? Yes. Um it and it's it's not my own idea. Um but it's it's part of like us funky artisans. It's something that we do if if you're a person that, that knows how that has found your own identity and how you dress, this is just something that we do. It's almost like okay, you see it, what is called like a solo earring or a single earring. And if you see somebody just rocking it like that, you like, yeah, okay, they, they know something, you know, they walk <laughs> their own path and you know that's right. Poets, yeah. Yes. <laughs> style that um you know because you see I, I switched my earring <laughs> yes yes I it's it's not any rhyme or reason to it it's just because well I started doing it because I wanted to wear one of my earrings and like support another artisan or other artisans that I like so I would put on one of a twisted clay earring and I would put on somebody else's earring just walk out the house or I would just, you know, wear a hoop and then put one of my big fabulous earrings in there and I'd walk out the house and just do whatever I need to do. So it, it for me, it kind of started there. I can't speak on any other artist, but that's where it kind of started for me. And so I just started making um, just solos. And sometimes it's a lot of easier because you can just go just really funky and you don't have to worry about having to match that earring or make a pair. So mm-hmm. I had come out one year or a couple of years where I do mix mac earrings, um, mm-hmm. which I got an idea from what it was called the Philadelphia style earring, where they would do mm-hmm. one really short and one really hugely long that would come, you know, down past the um, bra area. And they used to call that the, the Philly soul, the mm. Philly soul earring. Oh, okay. So I, I got that that idea from a vendor from Philadelphia that was doing the African Arts Fest back in the early 90s. So I shortened it up a little bit and, you know, I kind of take it and run with it. And, and it's like I say, it's amongst like really funky artisans. You'll find solos. You will find the Mitch Mac earrings, the, the, um, the one long, one short. You'll mm-hmm. find it there. Um, 
So if that's something that you want to experiment with or you, you just want to, to have a collection of earrings like that, there's a list of just you have to go to these African arts festivals. You have to go to to the pop ups where you have the different artisans that you have never heard of. We've been out here forever. But you have never heard of these are the places where you should go to find these things because you're not going to go. You're not going to be able to go into Pinterest and find us. You're not going to be able to go into uh, eBay and find us. Um, Facebook searches for us. Unless you actually know the name of an artist and you won't find us. But this this is this solo style is just something that we do. it's really about like you said and and we said earlier this is wearable art this is wearable art so anyone who wears any type of twisted clay you definitely know that you want to make a statement even if you have a a plain outfit you throw on a piece of twisted clay and that's it that's all you need you also have a recent collection with turtle shells. <laughs> I know everything comes from the creator, but you just got to explain how you incorporate a turtle shell into a beautiful piece of artwork, wearable art. Like, how did you get, how did you just, like, I think I just want to do the turtle shell with some leather yeah, and some metal and some clay. That's pretty much um, how that worked out, because like I say, I, I get the ideas where I, I can look at a light socket one day and I'll see an idea. Um, the turtle shell came about because there was a necklace I saw that had. Um, I can't I can't think I can't remember what it was, but it was a huge mm-hmm. it had leather and fur coming out the bottom. And I, when I looked at the piece, I, I saw a turtle shell there. <laughs> it was not a turtle shell, but I saw some type of shell or, or turtle shell. So, yeah, went on eBay and got, you know, looked up some some people to do taxidermy and ordered them. And there you go. <laughs> wow. Now yeah. I'm telling you, like that's some like can you, I'm sorry. Can you just imagine someone who just like, oh wow, here's a turtle. I'm gonna have some turtle soup. What am I gonna do with this shell? Oh, give it to Tanette. Make a piece of jewelry. You talk about recyclable art and wearable art all at the same time. Nothing went to waste in that turtle. Nothing at all. But if, if you look at it, that is what the, the Native Americans used to do. Absolutely. Um, what a lot of our African ancestors used to do. They That's used to true. take all of that and make us, the tribe that has the, the big, um, the tusk that comes true. Just, yeah. So teeth of the shark, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. So yeah. Nothing, nothing new under the sun. That's true. Tanette, how can our listeners purchase some of your beautiful artwork from Twisted Clay? (laughs) That's the easy part. Um, (laughs) You can always go on uh, right now because of the COVID and um, it's it's easier to follow me on Facebook 
And you can also purchase straight from Facebook. Um, if you see any pictures there that do, that if they don't have soul in the comments, it's still available. Um, well, don't give me that email address for my wife. She does not need <laughs> to hear this. I get a fashion show every time she goes back to Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, she, she makes a visit over here. But yeah, the turtle, the turtle shells are gone for right now. <laughs> Those are so they are. <laughs> But you, you can always go on my Facebook page. That My Facebook page is where I pretty much put everything. Instagram, I don't put a lot of things on there. Um, but I do, I, have, I do have really good updates there. But it's not even on my website. I don't really have because the um, with the, the COVID and everybody really spending more money, the turnover is really kind of hard. So I put everything on Facebook. So the best place is to go to my my page, Twisted Clay. Like the page, follow the page and you can get all updates on all my shenanigans um, whenever I do a lot of. Um, auctions and sales and usually the month of December for my Twisted Clay page is absolutely bananas. So one may want to go in there and my Twisted, Cl- my Twisted Tribe are some awesome people. They have notifications, bell notifications on their phone for whenever I post, they'll get notifications. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you also do... <laughs> You also do, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, but on Tuesdays on Facebook is when you have l- like your Twisted twisted Clay Tuesdays. Is that correct? Yes, I do Twisted Tuesday. Um, when I'm creating during the week, I, Twisted Tuesday was pretty much the day that I bring out new items. So more or less like a showcase day. Um, so I'll bring out new items and I'll do sales on Twisted Tuesdays, just just ra- anything random. I'll do boxes that I'll just fill up a box for twenty five dollars and put it on there. And it's like a mystery box. So Twisted Tuesdays, I, I just have fun on those days as well as introducing some of the new line. So it's it's always good to, to do. Um if if you're bored, I usually post at from midnight until 10 p.m. on okay. Tuesday. So if, okay. if if you're up late like myself, or you're you know any at any given moment of the day on Tuesday, you can just pop on and see what what I have going on there. And and your clients are all over the world. Is that not correct, Annette? Yes, all over, all over the United States. Um, I have clientele in the UK. I have clientele in Australia. Um, I have client. I have not had China under my belt. I've, I've sent a couple of pieces to Africa. So yeah, I'm I'm international. I guess you can call it. You know, that's your, good. Your artwork, though, art is international. It, it, art is international. And your artwork is so unique that people have to understand that it's one of a kind. You will not see that on anyone else that's out and about. I mean, so when you're wearing that. I could understand why you can feel a little funky. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh definitely. Then, as we're as we're talking about the the climate, um, because the clay is such, it's so lightweight, and if you're in a warmer climate, 
you're fine. If you're in a cooler climate, it's fine. It does not change anything about the clay. Um, it's waterproof. So if you're mudproof, because um, I do makeup, and if I get makeup on a white piece like this, I'll just take a little rubbing alcohol and clean it off. So wow. and you can drop this, I could drop this earring from a two-story building and it will not break. So wow. it, it's, yeah, it's it's very versatile for every climate. And it, it's, you know, like I say, it's lightweight, so it's easy to pack for vacation. So it's, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so for all, listen, even for all the men, for all the women listening, even to all the places that we reach in, in Canada and Ireland, listen, go check Tanette out on Twisted Clay yes. and, and get a piece of very unique. If you're looking for something that no one else will have in the, in the world, like I am the only person with this piece. In the world, in the whole entire world, right? And so that's what makes it so beautiful and so special. And the artistry behind every single piece. I mean, it's just, you can just tell how much care and how much creativity and you put time. into it. And time. Yes, and time. And, and before we get ready to close out, I just have one more question. There probably um, is people listening, um, and maybe even some other African-American um, um, jewelry makers or, or not, but they're like, I make jewelry. And so how can I set my jewelry um, apart from anyone else? Like, I, I mean, do you do you feel that folks who just kind of make jewelry just using beads and stringing together? Um that's what make their pieces unique? Is it the type of materials that they use or is it the, the style that they use? What, I mean, in like, what advice would you give to them? Well, I would, I usually tell people when I'm at my art, my, my, um, fest fairs and festivals that I'm going to grab your attention by two things, my product or my presentation. So I think those two, when you're trying to um, get yourself out there, is very important. Um, you can have a very simple piece, but it may be how you photograph it. Mm. it it's how you present that piece that makes people want to say, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Well, you know, let me swipe left or right or whatever and see, you know, what else they may have. It may be... Um, your the catchiness of your brand um how it rolls off a person's tongue twisted clay oh that's interesting that you know that's fun it's mm -hmm. funky so you know having been through this for over what 20 years i've learned a, a little bit and i think those are some of the the key things you know just think one or two things get them with your or your presence it's how you wear your own jewelry um mm -hmm. if you're an artisan which i know artisans that never wear their jewelry not even when they're bending wow and they, they don't it's like seriously you know you have to show people because we are the designers, just have you have Calvin Klein and Tommy Hilfiger. They tell you what to wear, what you're going to look good in. That's my mm -hmm. responsibility too. Mm -hmm. I make this, these, all of this. I have to show you how to wear it. 
Yes. And you I appreciate it too, Tanette. <laughs> thank you for showing me. Every time, every time you create something new, you show me Jewel. This is what you need to have, Jewel L. You on the podcast. You need some wearable art. I appreciate that. Thank you. And and Tanette, let me just say this in closing. Whenever my wife has a birthday or uh, an our anniversary or any special occasion, I won't buy her anything. I will let her come to Chicago and go to Twisted Clay because I know that she's going to love what she gets from you and wear it and make it funky. And I just love that she feels good about it. So that's a shout out to you. I appreciate you, my sister. I appreciate you too. What was that last month you guys were here? <laughs> that man, that that's awesome. That that's, that goes. <laughs> I, I, you know what, Dino L, your wife is probably sitting on the sideline going, "Oh, okay, okay." Well, we all know I like Twisted Clay, um, but. Tanette, this has been a great conversation. Again, like I yes. said, I we. Uh, Dino and I both are huge fans, huge fans of your work. Um, And we have been huge fans for a long time. And we definitely wanted to introduce your Twisted Clay and your jewelry to the rest of the world and let them get a chance to see you. So you all be sure to follow Tanette on Facebook at at Facebook at Twisted Clay. Be sure to look her up. Get on there on Tuesdays. Again, she caters all over the world. So if you're in, um, like I said, Canada, Ireland, in the UK, any place, you can get Tanette's jewelry. And I'm telling you, Tanette's one of the kind jewelry will set it off better than any any pair of Nikes or anything else you can ever get from the U.S., okay? So, Tanette, is there anything else that you would like to leave our listeners with before we close? Hmm. Hadn't thought about that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Well, on that note, on that note, that's the reason why, you know, that quote I I said earlier, it it sounded like a poem, and I don't know who said it, but it was beautiful and form and feature, lovely as the day. Can there be so fair a creature formed of common clay and we need to change that quote to of twisted, common, twisted twisted clay that's right that's right well listen this has been a great show you all continue to uh follow us um for speakoutworld.com and i'm just so glad to have had tanette on here yeah I am your host, Jewel L. And I'm your host, Dino L. And we're reminding you that you always have a voice. So don't be afraid to speak out, world. world. Yeah, baby. All right. Yay. (laughs) Thanks, Tanette.